Today is January 17th, and the world is talking about how do you know that the end is near? Listen to alarming proof that Jesus' return is imminent. You're listening to What in the World? A look at current events through the lens of biblical truth with Amy Travis. Before we dive in today, I want to tell you about the Stand Coalition, a brand new organization we created to help believers in Jesus to be able to push back against this godless culture. Please check us out at StandForGodAndCountry.com. That's StandForGodAndCountry.com. You don't need to be an alarmist to know that the world as we know it is in deep trouble. Growing up in the 70s and 80s, I could never imagine that we would be witnessing the chaos that the world is currently experiencing. Recently, I watched a short video clip from Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood from a kinder, gentler time. During each half-hour segment, Rogers spoke directly to his viewing audience, preschool children ages 2 to 5, about being yourself. In this particular episode, circa 1970, Rogers is talking about gender. I'm going to play a clip for you. Boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Everybody's fancy. Everybody's fine. Your body's fancy. And so is mine. I know that wasn't the best quality, but I think you get the hint. And you'll thank me for that later when you can't get it out of your head. He actually dares to continue that only girls can grow up to be the mommies. Oh boy, how things have changed. It's probably good that Fred did not live to witness this craziness. The poor guy would have been canceled faster than he could say, could you be mine? I had a conversation with a friend recently about the times we live in. She commented that she could literally feel the evil. We agreed that it appears something terrible was unleashed throughout the world in the past few years. So this spiritual darkness is not only obvious, but it's predictable. Thousands of years ago, the Bible warned that evil will increase in the last days. But why? How does this happen and how do we know it isn't just random? Can we be sure that our current situation is proof that the end of the world is near? Do you want to know how we know? Deception is from Satan, but delusion comes from God. Consider the following headlines. Drag queens make everything better. The second one, Harvard Medical School offers a course about health care for LGBTQIA plus infants. And the third headline, Britain's first non-binary priest says that God loves variety. What in the world is going on? Even if you aren't buying what these individuals or organizations are selling, we all know people who, who are buying this, hook, line, and sinker. Something appears to have shifted in recent days. Convincing someone that eating fruity pebbles every morning is good for them is one thing, but we've witnessed lately something that is very different. 2 Thessalonians 2, 9-12 The coming of the lawless one will be in one accord with how Satan works. He will use all sorts of displays of power through signs and wonders that will serve the lie in all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that they will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. 
So let's break down the passage above and look at four ways that our current situation is a sign that Jesus' return is coming soon. Number one, evil is increasing. We're living in an age characterized by evil. Just look around. Last week, 210 Democrats voted against the Born Alive Act, legislation that requires physicians to care for infants who are born alive following an attempted abortion. Even Newsweek, a publication known for their left-of-center views, condemned their actions by saying the overwhelming majority of House Democrats, many of whom support abortion on on demand, voted against it, even though abortion itself wasn't at issue. Their extreme reaction to the bill showcases just how out of step they are with the majority of Americans' views on protecting the most vulnerable members of society. In what world would it be okay to allow a sick baby to die alone without receiving care? Just imagine if members of Congress tried to pass the same bill but substituted the word baby with puppy. They would be run out of town, and rightly so. Number two, people are easily deceived because they refuse to love the truth. Deception has always been a thing. Since the fall of man, Satan has been lying to humanity. The devil is the original gaslighter. And unfortunately, history has shown us that it's easier to fool someone than to convince them that they have been fooled. When you look at the storylines above, you can see how easily it is for us to be deceived. Every lie sounds good at face value, but rejects a basic element of truth. For example, regardless of how pretty they appear, sexually perverted men who prey on children should not have unfettered access to our schools, period. And infants are not born the wrong sex. This fallacy denies the simple truth that God creates men and women in his image. Performing dangerous operations meant to sterilize healthy children is just as as evil as with caring is just as evil as withholding care from dying babies. While God created human beings with a diversity of eye color, skin color, height, weight, etc., he also declared at the beginning of human history that he created us male or female. When we deny basic biology, we are deceived. Number three, God is judging those who have rejected him. When God instructs us to avoid something such as sexual sin, what he's really saying is, don't do it this will hurt you. As the creator of the universe, God designed the human body, mind, and spirit to function in a specific way. When we follow the instructions in the user's guide, we can make the most of what we've been given as human beings. When we don't, however, we forfeit many of the benefits such as peace, happiness, and fulfilling relationships. His judgment often takes the form of natural consequences to our actions. For example, when we neglect our marriage, the relationship with our spouse will suffer. When we verbally abusive towards our children, our kids will rebel and act out. When we engage in sexual perversion, we open ourselves up to pain, disease, and heartbreak. In Galatians, it says, don't be fooled. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And number four, this age of strong delusions is paving the way for the Antichrist. As long as there are people who love God and still seek his truth, the devil will not be able to unleash the hell on earth that he has planned for humanity. This is why the Bible says that the man of lawlessness can't be revealed until true believers are taken out of the way. This is referred to as the rapture or the catching away of the church. 
We'll discuss this more in coming weeks. As we wrap up, we know that the end of the world is near when God sends powerful delusions to those who have rejected him because it signifies the end of the age of grace. No one will be able to survive what comes next. Do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and are obeying his commands? I'm not asking if you're spiritual. I'm not talking about whether or not you go to church. Tragically, Hell is full of religious people. If you believe that Jesus has the power to save you from this darkness, you should be encouraged. But if you don't know God personally, you should be terrified. Recognize that. Recognize that regardless of your age, you could be in the final 100 yards of a 26-mile race. The decisions you make now could affect where you will spend all of eternity. Now is the time to focus on getting to know the Lord and what He requires from us so that you are not deceived. Read the Bible, even if you never have before. I encourage you to read the Gospel of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, and a couple of chapters from Psalms and Proverbs each day. If you don't have a Bible, I suggest the New Living Version on the Bible Gateway app. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at loveandtruthbook at gmail.com. We would love an opportunity to talk with you. Thanks so much for reading this very important message today. And remember to always, always pursue the truth.